Welcome back to another episode on the Expand Your Awareness Podcast. My name is Aaron Dowdy, and I'm back at it again today with you for another podcast episode. Sorry, it's been a couple days. I normally do these podcast episodes every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. However, today's Tuesday. What happened yesterday? I was just kind of busy. I still have YouTube videos going on here, so I was kind of like, I guess I just kind of put it on the, the back burner, and I want to apologize to you because I'm back. Well, I mean, I am back, so maybe that's like my redemption, you know? So here I am. Today, I'm going to be speaking to you about going beyond belief. Not just belief, but beyond belief. Because the truth is, is our beliefs create our reality. This is just the way it works. We always get a reflection in life of what we believe to be true. And when we start to become aware of what we believe to be true, we start to take our power back. (laughs) So this is about understanding that. I used to say this at the beginning of my YouTube channel when I first started. I really emphasized this, and then I kind of went off and did some other stuff, you know, quantum physics and stuff. And now I'm coming, really coming back to this, understanding our beliefs create our reality. Because my intention is, is, I mean, it's just a thing that happens. When you change your beliefs, your reality changes. If you believe, I just did a video on this today that'll come out in a couple weeks, but it's on the belief about money. What do you believe about money? If you believe money is bad, believe money is evil, then you want to attract more of it into your life because there's a belief system that negates that experience. Like in order for someone to say, I'm a good person, if they think money is evil, then it's like, well, I don't want evil. I'm a good person. And it reemphasizes that. But this is about being aware of the beliefs we have. But you see, this is the funny thing. Our beliefs create our reality. And at a certain level of consciousness, maybe you've seen the consciousness scale that I've shared so many times before. On this scale of consciousness, at the bottom, we have zero. We have lower emotions, such as shame, fear, guilt. Then eventually moves up to anger. Then eventually neutrality, which is where we learn how to observe our thoughts. We learn how to observe our emotions. Then eventually we get up to willingness, and then love is, or then reasoning is at 400. That's the intellectual. And then 500 is love, unconditional love. That's when we really start to transform our consciousness. And most people are using the law of attraction from the 300 and below range. Maybe not you. If you're interested in my videos, you very possibly could be at 400 or above because that's more of the intellect. That's more of like, okay, I understand this. It's less about needing. When somebody, when somebody messages me, I get people, I can always tell where someone is, not in a judgmental way, like, look at you where you are, ha, ha, ha. More just like when people are DMing me on Instagram, or on different social medias, they're like, Aaron, how can I attract this ex into my life? I want my ex back and blah, blah, blah. I can tell that they're not coming from a high level of conscious. Like they're not coming from the four to five hundreds. Not like, we don't want to think about this in, in terms of levels, just where they're currently at with their current, uh, the current stage of their relationship. But they're coming at it from a place of maybe feeling angry at their ex, maybe feeling um, shameful or guilt or something. They're feeling some lower emotion trying to attract someone else back into their life. Now, the key to the, like what I would answer that with, and I normally don't answer those questions anymore because I get them every single day. I get people asking me, and I understand they're in pain, but they're just, you know, they, I, I, there's no way I can answer everybody. And it's just something that there's nothing really I can say that will change everything for that. But what you want to do is you actually don't want to go to attract that X back. That's not what you want to do. You want to learn how to become completely okay with yourself and you want to learn how to let go of the neediness. And as you let go of the neediness or you let go of thinking that they're going to make you happy, that's when things begin to change. But we see we may have a belief that says, if this person comes back into my life, I can then be happy. But that's externalizing our happy happiness and putting it outside of ourselves. And the truth is, 
is we can be happy now because we choose to be happy. We can now decide that being single, we can be happy. And the biggest paradox is that by doing that, the only real way to attract an ex back is to get back on focusing on yourself and become the best version of you. And as you become the best version of you, that energy is contagious and other people can feel that. So sometimes the best thing to do may be to completely forget about the ex, to acknowledge something that you learned from it, to become at peace with it, and then to maybe just hang out with friends and to focus on increasing your state. And then what will happen is something funny as you really let go. As you really let go, that person may try to come back into your life, but when you're attached to them, they can feel that. It's an energetic thing. So that, though, will normally come from a 300 below, you know, the scale of 1 to 1,000. 700 and above is like enlightenment. 500 is love. 400 is reasoning. Uh, 300 below is uh, sometimes more. 200 below is more of the negative emotions. But the key to this whole process is actually transcending the identity or the ego. And the ego exists majority. Maybe the ego exists throughout the whole thing. But you start to let go of the ego more and more when you get to 500. 500 is unconditional love and bliss. It's letting the moment be. It's becoming present to the moment. This is where I've been tapping into. Now, now I'm saying I'm enlightened. But what I am learning is I'm learning that the intellect can only go so far. So while the beliefs create our reality, what I want to start tapping into is going beyond belief. Understanding we can go beyond the intellectual processes, go beyond even having to focus, because if we have to focus and if we have to try to make ourselves better, that's implying that we're not already whole and complete. Let that sink in a little bit because it's a powerful idea. But who wants to be better? It's the ego. The ego's always trying to accomplish more. The ego always wants to become more. So therefore, the ego will do what it can. It'll change its self-image. It will take new action. It will focus. It will do all of these things. But why? Because the ego believes that his ego is not good enough already. But what if we could transcend identification with the ego? What if, even if we got to the very, very peak of the ego, that was still only a, five, a 400 level consciousness, which is higher than 95% of the planet, because most people are in unconsciousness, they're unaware of their beliefs, they're unaware of what they're thinking, they're unaware of how their thoughts create their experience, and they're in the victim mode. Most people are in victim mode. If you're watching my videos, most likely you are not in victim mode, or you might be, but you might be coming out of it because you are at least aware that your thoughts correlate with your experiences in your life. However, my encouragement to you is today I want to open up a door for you. Imagine you're in front of a door right now, and I open up the door, and I'm like, look, this is who you really are. You are a infinite being having a temporary human experience. When you logged into this game of life, you forgot that you are an infinite being. Maybe now you remember, but you forgot at the time. Or maybe you actually even knew that when you were a baby, but then you grow up conditioned by society thinking that you aren't whole and complete, thinking that you are this limited being, that you are this ego structure, you are this avatar, and then identifying with all the beliefs, all the thought patterns, all the painful memories, all the reference experiences, thinking that that's who you are. But in actuality, that's just the character that you're playing. We're all playing an ego, a character. And the idea is that who we really are is an infinite spiritual being. And when I open up this door, you realize you are an infinite spiritual being having a temporary human experience. You've simply forgot that that's who you are. But you start to become much more powerful when you remember this idea. In a way, we exist in these higher vibrational states of emotion. These higher vibrational states, let me remind you, are 500 and above on the scale of consciousness. 500 is love. You eventually get to joy, peace is like six, seven hundred, enlightenment's like seven hundred. 
and enlightenment is who we naturally are. That's our natural state of vibration. But what we do is we incarnate into earth, and when we come into earth, we, in a way, start to have, we're a baby. Could say that maybe even babies are enlightened. Who knows? And then we start to learn stuff, and it takes us out of the present moment. We are literally in a theta state growing up, in a theta brainwave state. We're just absorbing our environment. We're literally hypnotizing ourselves. That's what a theta state does. That's why in order to change our own beliefs now or change our own like identity now, what we have to do is we have to get to a theta state, which means we have to either get to a meditative state or we have to use binarial beats or we have to um, somehow, you know, as we're going to bed at night, we're slipping into a theta state. That's when we begin to change our subconscious mind. But when we're growing up, up until about the age of 8 to 12, we're always in a theta state for the most part. And then we start to get more of an alpha, state, an alpha state as we get a little bit older, like 8 to 12. And then by teenager, we start to really build this solid identity of who we are. But it's all flexible. And, and the idea is, yes, what we could do is right now, we can know, hey, our beliefs create our reality. Let's go change our beliefs. Let's change our identity. Let's pile on a new identity. Right now, I think I can only make $50,000 a year. Let me pile on and believe now that I can make $100,000 a year. That's even more. But here's the thing. What I'm saying is, yes, that can work. That can work because like the work of Psycho-Cybernetics from back in the day, it's an old book. It's a good book that shows the power of our self-image of how we see ourselves and how we'll always act in correspondence with the way we see ourselves. However, what I'm saying is what if we go beyond the ego and we realize the ego can only get us so far? We go beyond belief. Yes, beliefs create our reality. However, beliefs are only a small sliver of it when we transcend the ego itself. Even as you hear this right now, are you hearing it from the point of the ego? Most likely, because that's what we interpret our reality through, is through the ego. But understand that that is only a small part of what actuality, reality really is. And we can start to shift from the reaction mode of social conditioning, the reaction mode of everything is happening, into the present moment of knowing we can allow the moment to be, and we can observe from a neutral place. The observation is where the power is. Because in the observation is the, is the awareness, the light of awareness. And as we allow the moment to be and we start to let go more and more, it's a huge paradox, but the more we let go, the more we raise our vibration. It's not about piling on a new idea. The idea of the piling on the new idea, all of that stuff comes from five hundred and uh, comes from 499 and below because it's reasoning. It's intellectualness. Einstein calibrated at 499. He was right at the verge of knowing that love is all there is, but he was still wanting to understand it from the intellect. There's a lot of things in life that if we want to go beyond, we have to let go of the... We have to let go of being right. That's another thing too. Our ego wants to be right. It wants to know what it knows and not know what it doesn't, and it doesn't know what it doesn't know, but it's just, I know and I don't know, and I'm right and wrong, black and white, and light and dark, and left and right, just like we have a left and right brain. You ever find that interesting that we have a left brain and a right brain, and that is the reasoning. That is as far as we can take it. It's still going to be polarization, still going to be duality, left brain, right brain. But when we transcend into our heart, which is a 500-level consciousness, that's a singular point of focus. That is void, not void, but that's transcended duality. But most people identify with their ego. They identify with their avatar. And what I'm saying is you can still use the avatar. I'm not saying to make the ego the enemy. What I'm saying is to be more aware of the ego, to be more aware of how you think you are, and if you think that you're not whole and complete, and if you think you have to pile on these new ideas, understand that there is so much more to life and when you begin to absorb that, you begin to understand there is so much more to life. That's when your life will begin to change. That's when you can go beyond the, belie- the ego, beyond. And that is what I'm finding to be very, very powerful now. 
is I'm starting myself to go through a shift in consciousness. And it's been there it's been there since 2012. I had this shift in consciousness in 2012. Been kind of in the background. In 2012, I went through kind of a, an awakening experience where I felt on average, maybe you've heard me talk about this before, on a scale of 1 to 10, I normally felt like I was at a 3 to a 5 out of 10, which means I didn't feel absolutely horrible, which is, would be like a 1 or amazing, which would be a 10. But all of a sudden, I started to observe my thoughts, and I started to realize that my beliefs created my reality, and I could let go of a lot of beliefs that didn't serve me. I believed I wasn't worthy because I had an abusive ex-stepmom from when I was 7 years old to 15 when my dad divorced her. She was in my life, and she kind of, it was batted in my mind that I was a victim, that I was, uh, that I, that these things happened to me and that I wasn't worthy. And then I also believed I had ADHD because doctors told me I had ADHD. So I had to take Adderall and all of these things. And I became free in 2012. I realized that those were just constructs of the mind. And I started to become aware of those beliefs and I didn't have to identify with any of them anymore. And all I did was reframe them. Oh yes. I went through a lot of pain growing up and I had an abusive, uh, sociopathic ex-stepmom. She still is that way. I feel bad for my sisters because they have to deal with her still because that's their real mom. She was, she's not my real mom, but I had to deal with her. But nonetheless, I reframed it and I realized that that painful experience led me to a spiritual awakening. So there was light at the end of the tunnel. Maybe I wouldn't have gone through my spiritual awakening as quickly as I did. And beyond that, I look at ADHD. I realized I re could reframe that. Instead of thinking I have this disorder, I just have a lot of energy and I have to balance out a lot of energy and I have to do, find ways of doing that. Meditation was what I found. And that changed my life. And I realized, well, what else? I was able to look at all my beliefs, become aware as, aware as much of them as I could. And as I did, I began to let go of what didn't serve. And then all of a sudden, I went from on a 3 to a 5 out of 10, I started to feel like a 7 or 8 out of 10. I started to feel high all the time. I didn't understand why. But now I'm understanding that I went through a shift in consciousness. Not that I'm enlightened. I'm not saying I'm enlightened. But I let go of my baggage of my past. And I let go of the lower states of consciousness. So now it's like I exist. That is my natural set point now. But now I'm realizing there's even more than that. This scale of 1 to 10 is obsolete. There could be a, 10, a 15 out of 10. It's all relative. But I'm realizing there is more. But the way you go beyond all of this is you have to realize the truth. The truth is, is the ego is not all that you are. You are much beyond that of the ego. The ego is just a small sliver of who you are. And when you become aware that you are unconditional love and bliss, you are already enlightened that enlightenment is a realization, not something you can attain, then you can start to let go of trying so hard. You can let go of trying to become more, of having to focus and having to have the vision board and all of these things. I'm not saying they don't work, but understand and just be aware that they only work up until a certain point. Because at a certain point, you have to let go of the linear thinking. At a certain point, you have to let go of duality. At a certain point, you let go of polarization. And when you do that, you let go, you get, step into a field of uncertainty and amazing things will happen. You go beyond the mind, beyond reasoning and into 500 level consciousness or above. You can allow the moment to be, you can be present to the moment. You can be aware of the ego and you don't have to let that have power over you. You are so much more than you know. And this is what I'm starting to learn about myself. And I say that not as like I've, I'm more than anyone else, but what I want to do is I want to embody this frequency. I want to embody this realization, this state of consciousness, this beingness. It's beyond that of an intellectual idea so that I can help other people create this shift. Now, something I have coming up, I'm going to plug it right now. I have something coming up that is called, that I'm creating right now. It is called The Shift Experience with Aaron Doughty. I'm going to be speaking, traveling the world, doing seminars, talking about the shift experience of how you can shift your level of consciousness into that of more of who you really are, understanding how you can shift your beliefs, 
You can shift into a transformation for the way you are in your state of consciousness itself. This is not a intellectual idea. This is not something you learn. This is something you experience. And I believe that the shift experience that I'm creating right now, which will also be a digital program, is going to be the main thing that I help people do over the next 10 years or however long it is. I want to help people create this shift in their life, this shift in consciousness. And this, so you might say, well, is this the law of attraction stuff? It is related because when you shift your consciousness, you attract things from a higher vibrational paradigm. When you shift your consciousness, you increase your state of being. When you shift your consciousness, everything in your life will begin to change. And that's why I'm creating this. It's not only a digital program of a step-by-step process with meditations and ways to go about this but and create into an experience, but also I'm going to be traveling the world and giving seminars on this exact idea, be giving workshops on it. So if you are ready to shift, let me know and I will continue to work at it and get it out ASAP. If you're ready to shift, comment on my newest Instagram posts and say, I'm ready to shift or I am ready for the shift, the shift in all capitalized. And if so, then I'm going to continue to move in that direction. What I'll also do is I'm going to do it regardless, but I'll, I'll maybe try to speed it up or, you know, make it even more of a priority because I'm working on it right now. It's going to be, it's going to be something that's really uh, the best thing. It's going to be the best, pro- I don't know what you want to call it, but it's going to be uh, beyond anything I've ever seen done before. It's going to be understanding the reality, the way it works, but also understanding how we can tap into it in a group dynamic as well. Online, even just us all setting the intention. It's going to be something that intention flows through the whole thing. It's called The Shift. The Shift Experience with Aaron Dowdy. I'm going to go ahead and also leave in the links uh, on in both iTunes and on my website a link to that of what you can uh, log into, or not log into, a link of something you can click on so that you can put in your email address if you want to be updated as to when this comes live. So if you're interested and you can receive updates and, uh, and like a newsletter on it as well, if something you're interested in, you'll see that in the description box of, uh, of this on my website or in that of iTunes. And you can click there and go to the show notes and you'll be able to uh, sign up for updates. But if you're ready to shift, let me know on my newest Instagram post at Aaron underscore Dowdy 44. Let me know, say I'm ready for the shift, the shift in all capitalization. And I'll know that you saw this episode. I'll know that you're ready and I will continue to get that on its way because I want to help you shift and to go beyond belief, beyond the intellect, beyond that of the lower paradigms. You won't be asking yourself the question after this, how do I attract my ex into my life? How do I attract this? How do I attract that? That won't even be in the realms of what you think because you will have experienced the shift. So with that being said, I hope you enjoyed this video. I will see you on the next one or here or whatever audio on the next one. I want to thank you. Peace, much love. Namaste.